Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. And I have to say this. I have to start today by saying this. I think salted, like salted chocolate is just the worst thing on the planet. I think it's the worst thing on the planet. I, okay, so I have this thing, like, for Christmas, someone got me this penguin-shaped thing, and there's, like, a bunch of chocolate in it. It's, like, a bunch of different types of chocolate. There was some really good ones, too. There was, like, coconut and, like, one that had, like, a vanilla cream in it. It was it was amazing. But there was this one type in there that it was just milk chocolate, which was, like, ooh, milk chocolate, but it was, like, like with salt. And I'm, like, ew, that can't be good. And it's totally not good. And I've seen this before. And I just don't understand it because people, and I put like a poll out somewhere and like one of my YouTube things and I was like, salt chocolate or not salted chocolate. And like, there's like a good amount of people who think it's like genuinely a good tasting chocolate. And I just don't understand it. It tastes like, it tastes terrible. It tastes like, it tastes like putting salt on a cake, you know? I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit. So I don't know. I hate salted chocolate. I don't understand it. If you really like it, I, I just have to understand why. Um, tell me, tell me why you would ever enjoy that. But, uh, I personally think it's like one of the worst things on the planet, like worse than, okay. I'm not even going to say what was in my head. That was way too far. Okay. Like, uh, oh my gosh. Whatever I was going to say I, I... is not for this show. Okay. <laughs> oh, geez. I, I don't think I've ever had salted chocolate, um, to my memory. Um, I have had chocolate milk that is salted like, uh, and like, like That's salt can weird. add nice flavor to chocolate milk. Like, like in my favorite chocolate milk was, like, the Hershey's chocolate milk mix that they don't make anymore, and one of the ingredients was sodium, and, like, try, I tried recreating it with some recipes I found online, and salt is one of the ingredients, and it does add that nice little, uh, zest, I guess is the word to it, like, it, it adds, like, salt with chocolate milk can work, I have not tried milk with salt with just chocolate in general, though, so... No, and, I can't really comment on it. And like salt, usually when you're baking something like or like making sweets, like salt is a little bit in there. Like you have like like every time you make like right. cake or something, you put like half a tablespoon whatever of salt. I just like when, but that's just a little bit to like add that flavor. But when you like really salt with chocolate, like you'd salt a peanut, it doesn't. It just tastes awful. Mm. It's like my it. It literally is my least favorite thing. Like right now in this moment, it is my least favorite thing. Like. Like even worse than like like people who drive twenty miles per hour on the highway. I I just can't I can't with salted chocolate. So um, if you like salted chocolate, uh, you're probably like an Oceanics fan. But um, <laughs> we're I mean not a Limers I'm a Limers fan, so I can't say that. Probably a Minty Maniacs fan. Let's be honest. Those people are weird. So um, no, wouldn't the Minty Maniacs fans like the mint chocolate? Whatever. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> also, people don't like shredded coconut, and I don't understand that either, because I think sh- uh, coconut's really good, but everyone, like, most people don't actually like the coconut, so um, I don't get uh, 
I don't get that either. But uh, hey, mswpodcast at gmail.com. Um, thought I'd plug that now. You can email us about marbles or about uh, chocolate and with salt on it. Um, <laughs> either way, either way, I just don't, I just don't get it. I, it just doesn't make, it tastes, whatever. Okay, waff. Anything more interesting than that? Uh, no, I can't really think of anything to talk about. So like, without I, the salt, it's just so, it, it's just good. Like, it's so good. Sorry, Waff. Without the salt, it's just so good. That, like, why would you, why would you even try it out with the salt on? Since without salt, milk chocolate is just so good already. Like, it's just a perfect, like, square of milk chocolate. You eat it, you're like, mm, wow, I'm glad that someone came up with this. And then that's it. And then, like, there's no reason to even have tried it with the salt you know what i'm saying you know it's not like it's not like it was eh at first and then you're like well maybe we'll try the salt and then see if it's good no it was perfect without the salt there was not any the thought should not even crossed anybody's mind again waff sorry uh that you should even put the salt on it um uh waff anyway go ahead no, I was I I don't have anything. I don't think especially nothing to I mean who would do that? Insanity. Who would put the salt? I just don't get don't put salt on chocolate. If you put salt on chocolate, just I don't wanna hear I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from you. Um uh Waff, anything? I, I guess like I I beat the main story for Pokemon Brilliant Diamond recently, and the final battle was really good. They put they made it harder than any Pokemon game. It's actually like you get to think about it. So, if you're a long time, I guess if you're a long time Pokemon fan, or if you're someone who's dropped off from it, the game is very easy up to the the final battle, just because the they have that experience share turned on the entire time. But the final battle is actually really difficult. So, you know, there's some fun there. I that's that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well. Um... Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that. Um, no problem. Unfortunately, I have nothing interesting to top that. But uh, again, um, we appreciate you uh, dominating the intro as you always do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you dominated with your insane like rant about salt. That was that was the joke. Well, um, anyways, uh, we have a pretty fun episode coming up today, and we got a guest, and so let's go do that. Uh, intro is over, and now we go news. Bye. Hello, Marble Sports fans! I'm Commander Wolf here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News. There's quite a bit to cover, so let's not waste any time. Event 2 of Marble Maniacs, Domino Bowling, was far more extreme than I could have ever imagined, as the competitors rolled from the top of a tower, through a loop-de-loop, -loop, and flew through the air before crashing to several dominoes with varying point values. The gap in the final results was truly staggering as the Pinkies dominated with 150 points in first, while the Purple Rockets earned second with only 106, and the Constrictors claimed third with 90. Perhaps even more surprising is the Balls of Chaos who finished last with negative 8 points. The hosts have been really struggling so far, but perhaps they can make a comeback in the last three events. Next up, we have two new races from NASMARB. First up is the Lightspeed 400 at Hyper Speedway and it ran the racers through the ringer, with several of them falling off the track, spinning out, or rolling onto their hoods. 
Spitzer once again didn't make it out of the group round, and Quillo only managed to make it to the final 12. But let's not dwell on the negatives and instead focus on the incredible racing from the other competitors. Piper continued to dominate the track into the final six, and was about to become the first racer in NASMARB history to have back-to-back -back finals appearances, but Jack Tato had an incredible recovery and managed to shut down that dream. A similar situation happened between Bloodstorm and Lamone Drizelle, only this time it was the reverse, with Drizelle making a massive comeback to achieve what Piper could not and became the first racer to make a repeat finals appearance. The final race was especially intense, with Jack Tato and Earl struggling to keep the race alive. But in the end, Griselle pulled out a very close victory in the 8th run, defending their title as the champion of the Lightspeed 400, and becoming the second driver to win multiple races in their career. Jack Tato and Earl then had a tiebreaker race to determine the last podium spots, with Jack Tato ultimately taking second, and Earl claiming third. And finally, we have the Red Mug 500 at the DDT International Speedway. This race was also very exciting with how unpredictable it could be. The biggest example was in the final 12, where it looked like Prime's victory was assured, only for one of their axles to break in the final stretch, allowing Nugget to pass and claim victory. In regards to MSW, Quillo didn't qualify for the race this time, but Spitzer really stepped it up and achieved their third final six appearance in their career. While they did get swept by Steve, they still achieved fourth in the consolation race, so congratulations to them, and keep it up my guy. The final run was incredibly one-sided, as Jack Tato started out with two back-to-back -back wins. Steve managed to break the streak once, but after that, Jack Tato got another two-win streak to take home first, followed by Steve with second, and Electro with third. NASMARB will be going on a one-week hiatus to give the team at MSPN some rest, so look forward to their return in two weeks' time. Whew, and that's everything. Thanks for sticking with me, everybody. I'm Commander Wolf. You are the best fans in the world! Let's kick it on back with the podcast. I we are back from the news. Thank you, I guess, Waff, again, for doing the yeah. news. Um, uh, actually, um, that job is still open. So if you want to do the news, you can always do the news. It's really it's really easy. It's like two minutes of talking, and then you you just get to be in the episode. So open job again. I have no idea what happened to Johnny Marble. He was like gone as uh, quick as he appeared. He appeared out of nowhere. He left into nowhere. So um, yeah, yeah. You still haven't heard back from him? No, he just he just went into the stratosphere, man, and. Um, <sighs> I guess he just decided, I guess he just woke up one week and he was like, you know what? I don't really care anymore about marbles. And well, I mean, that's how a lot of people leave the community, I guess. So I um, guess. Yeah. But anyway, but to the main topic, um, salted chocolate. Don't don't do that. It's oh my just, gosh, it's terrible. Again. There's no way that anyone can like seriously say they enjoy that more than the normal. There's, there's no way that people would enjoy that more than the normal thing. Um, to prove that, I'm going to, to ask our guest we have today. Today's guest <laughs> is JM, and I'm going to ask him. I did not tell him what to answer to this question. I'm just going to prove easy point. I like salted chocolate. I hate this. I hate this show. I hate everything <laughs> about this show. I screw you in your stupid vest, JM. <laughs> look, look, okay, look. My when 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 my girlfriend and I sat down to celebrate um, New Year's together, I went out and I picked her up. 
a thing of salted chocolate with with like caramel stuffed inside and rosé champagne. I like salted mm. chocolate. That's cute. That is, I will yeah. give you that. That's cute. But uh, salted chocolate. I mean, next thing you're gonna say you're a Mini Maniacs fan, right? Is that was coming? Uh, no, actually, the I didn't write it down. Who who's that green team? The 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 new green team in in Marvel Maniacs. Uh, uh Noxious Ivy. Yes. Holy cow! I'm a huge fan. They're my marble. They they literally look like my marble. They do. I, I love them. They do. Uh, yeah. Do I we, wait, love let me see. Them. I don't know if I have a JM marble here. Can you like wait? Do I have JM? It's one of the it's one of the emotes in Discord. Hang on. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, someone sent me the PNG though, because I'm gonna like try to throw it up on the stream at some point so you guys can see it. Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'll find it for you. Yeah, it's so yeah. His marble, his are his marble looks exceptional. Um, it does look like the Noxious Ivy, which is which is. Yeah, uh, they're they're awesome. I love them. They perform so uh, like not not super well, but like I I've never been a big fan of the of the top performers. My other team is Crazy Cat's Eyes, so like. Hmm. Well, I like the Crazy Cat's Eyes, and they were quite good this year. Um, I mean, of course, they they destroyed it in Marbula One Season Two. I mean, I mean that's got to be big for you because like that that that, that was big for me because I, I really like the Marbula One event as well. Mm. Yeah, and, like, they they like they came out and okay, it is hard in any situation. It is hard in any situation to be substantially more dominant than even the savage beaters it just doesn't matter like it's very hard to do that so when you come out and the savage beaters become immaterial because of how good you are that's like very very impressive so um i mean i don't know honestly one of one of the biggest upsets i no one was really expecting them to be that good but i mean i i was i was stunned by how they they came out in marvula marvula one it was um they were like the savage beaters for that season um, I mean, I think, and then they did actually pretty well in uh, the following Marble League. So, I mean, they might be, they might be finally as a, uh, as a, I mean, veteran team that have been around a while coming out like as like one of the best teams. So that's exciting, especially for me. I'm a Cat's Eyes fan too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's um, a, it's a big day for, for Cat's Eyes uh, households. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, I, I got the marble picture. I just wanted to put it up on the stream before we get too far into this because it's just so cool. How do I? It's so dark. It's gonna take me. You guys are just gonna have to sit here while I do this. Right. Oh, there okay. we go. Shout out to Jack Ironhide again for making like pretty much all of our official artwork. Like absolute legend. Oh, shout out to him because he also does the thumb. Okay, so I do a series on my uh, other channel, and he does all the thumbnails for those, and the- he just does it. What? Job. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's really right. cool. So it's on the it's on the stream now. You guys can see it. It looks great. It looks just so cool. So um, and it does look like Noxious. It does look Ivy. similar to Noxious Ivy. Yeah. Now, like now, like I feel the need to like kind of be a fan of that team just because it kind of does represent JM pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I I, I kind of feel that too. All right. Um, well, today we got uh, Marble Mania X Domino Bowling to talk about. Um, I do want to point out before we get into this that I am very disappointed to see that the viewership on that video is pretty low compared to your average uh, JMR video. They're about, it's been like a day and they're about at, uh, still under 30k views, which, I mean, it's scary. It's scary to see that from the channel because this channel I mean, when was the last time that has been even the case? Except when it was one of those... I mean, even the Marble Machine videos he posts usually do better. So I don't know if that's meaning anything. 
for the future of the channel and we're just on a big downturn or if it's just the fact that this is a new series and people are like oh well this is not Mar marble league so i can't watch this but i mean i don't know what you guys think about it but i'm that's worrisome because that is i mean of course i would flip out if one of my videos ever got thirty thousand views for jmr that's low so um i mean should we be worried should we be worried is probably my first question here about jmr really actually being on the decline uh i guess i'll start with us off here i'm not really sure like i feel like the main reason for why it's got the low viewership it does and like this, this is kind of just continuing what i've heard from the let it roll podcast but it's basically like aside from the really dedicated fans who are just paying attention to social media heavily the build-up to marvel maniacs was almost non-existent especially on youtube so there was no like really big hype building for the the series there was hype for the teams mostly on the on twitter and not necessarily for the events itself so people didn't know both didn't know what to expect and even to know that it was coming really so i feel like the the performance of marvel mania maniacs is kind of more due to poor promotion I hopefully that doesn't discourage them from they realize that it doesn't discourage them from doing it again because I've honestly been enjoying it and I think that I would actually love to see it back. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily an indication of a decline of JMR as a whole. Oh, I'll, I'll say it doesn't look like they're bleeding subscribers at all. It it looks like they're um ma maintaining pretty like a like a pretty consistent like 1.3 million subscribers. So that, that, that says to me that either the YouTube algorithm isn't placing it in people's feeds, um, like combined with the fact that they're probably not marketing it as, as well as they should be. That is a good point to bring up. The YouTube algorithm has always been very fickle. It doesn't, it doesn't favor one group for too long. Like, unless you're, like, you're massively mainstream, like, I don't even know if it's still like, like, do I don't know if it like promotes like Fortnite as much as it used to, or if it's or if that's also a passing trend for YouTube's algorithm, but like definitely for marble racing, like it it it, it skyrocketed for during COVID when people were at home all the time. Well, and when and they it, had that time on ESPN. And it, and it was oh sorry, finish finish your thought. Sorry, uh, it's okay. I was just saying, uh, but yeah, like I think it could. This could just be the, like the trend passed and. With it dying down, that YouTube really is just not promoting it as much as it used to. Yeah, I, I, listen, I first of all, I don't understand that. I don't know why YouTube would do that. I mean, if people like this thing a lot, especially if it's new, like I, I mean, I know the algorithm is like electronic based, so it's like it doesn't really think for itself as much as it could. But I mean, I mean, we're talking something that's not just enjoyed by viewers, but we're talking something that's relatively new. There's not like other marble not many other marble channels that you can push through and not any that are like jmr so you're talking about something that's like unique so it's not like oh we're pushing this Fortnite channel and there's a million others that pretty much do the same thing so we can kind of lay off after a little bit and we'll just start pushing something else or some other channel like no we're like this is the only one there is no other even close to jmr right now um if i'm honest so it just feels weird to me that like they that that would stop be being being promoted very good English there. Um, well, it's just an I, I think it has less to do with uh, JMR's quality and more to do with like just like the trend of marble racing or marble marble sports as a whole is not trending as or as popular as it was a few months back or even a year ago. 
yeah and the and the videos that exploded that like they they got featured on on espn and they were getting shared mm-hmm. around a bunch on on twitter right like that that's how right. that, that's how thing bur- things burst out some a, a lot of times these days is like they they go viral on twitter and it's this big flashes of popularity before they die down as as people move on to other things yeah, yeah, that's true. And like, like the one that the one that exploded was a random sand marble rally race. Just one in the middle from like two years prior, which is, which is like in twenty eighteen. It was it was just completely random. There was no real reason why. I I, actually, I don't even remember. Does anybody remember why that video exploded? Because I sure on don't. Twitter with comment. I mean, something like that. Like it was just somehow someone, some people who I guess are important on Twitter got a hold of that video, particular one. And liked a certain marble, and then it was like hashtag comment or something like that for a while. Um, it was yeah. really random. It was really just just happened to be that video that was that was seen. Um, it was it was like lucky, but I mean I don't know. I guess I guess it's just you know everything has its time, but uh, it, it does seem. I guess just the lack of retention going like I were really down compared to like the I guess when it was a lot more popular seems just not like a good thing to me you know you'd wish you could stay at least over 100k for a channel that has like one and a half million subs you usually can stay over 100k i know channels who have like 400k and all their videos even if they're not even good videos get consistently like 100k or so so it's just um it's weird how much like that fluctuates in the jmr world yeah they're 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 patreons still looking healthy so i don't I, I don't think they're hurting for like cash. They're they're just hurting a little bit on money, mm. or that 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 that. They're they're not hurting on 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 cash. Their 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 YouTube's just hurting on views a little bit. So, yeah. you know what? Maybe they'll maybe they'll sure. turn around again. I also heard something weird because um, uh, so I start when I started working for that Hot Wheels channel. Um, this was over a year ago at this point. Um, I started working for them, and then like at the fall. Um, he just says to me, yeah, so for the next few months, uh, we're not, we, we don't need, we don't want you to do this. This was like last year. Now, like I, it doesn't matter. I'm always working for him because I really, like, the commentary really doesn't make a difference in his videos. But, but like for this one group of a few months, he was like, yeah, we just don't need you for the next few months because the algorithm is always, always, he said always, and he's been doing this for years, I guess, always shitty for these few months for this particular content. And then it always comes back in the spring for Hot Wheels racing. And I, and I, and that was like confusing me. I was like, cause he's been doing it for a while to notice that, but it's like weird that like that becomes a weird seasonal thing. Like the algorithm, like very consistently dips down on things and then dips up on things in like different parts of the year. Um, uh, oh yeah. You just brought, you just remind me of that. It's, it's January. January is terrible for videos. But, like, it's got to be good for some videos, right? Like, it's good for some... I can't remember, like, like for a reason, AdSense on videos is really bad in January, so a lot of channels, especially ones that make, that make their living on YouTube, just don't make stuff during this month because it's almost not worth the effort. Interesting. Okay, well, that might oh, be well. part of it. I wonder if that's companies like starting to starting to try to figure out like their their new fiscal year, or I think I think the new quarter starts in February, if if Something my memory like serves me right. So Jan- January might be companies laying off like a bunch of advertisements while they while they get in like um, all the all the marketing information for for where they want to spend their money in the next month. 
Yeah. Apparently, the quarter starts on the first of January. So. Oh, does mm. it? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That that would explain it too. Then I think. I mean, fair yeah, enough. I think it's something like that. Yeah, but uh, I guess so. I guess it really matters what it looks like towards. It seems like the spring and the summer are always the most, which is why I guess why JMR went from a winter marble league to a uh, spring summer one, which because that's where you're gonna get the most attention, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just found that weird and just wanted to talk about that, put that out there. Um, and I mean, again, Marvel Sports. This is a, we're playing the long game here when we come to Marvel Sports because this is not something we want to be popular for a year and then die away. We want this to become a sport. Well, I want this to become a sport. I want this to be a real recognized sport by the time I die or whatever. Or by the time I'm halfway <laughs> dead. I guess 40. Um, like, you know, so I, I it's the long game and hopefully I, uh, it keeps on going. Um, let's hit a couple emails and then we will uh, dive into the actual event itself. Yeah, let's get All right. We got a couple emails that were submitted. Uh, remember, mswpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I mean, if you listen weekly, I mean, you know the email at this point. Because um, I say it every time, like four times. <laughs> so uh, email us. Say anything. Oh, this guy emails. What's the email? Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to WAF on this one. mswpodcast at gmail.com. There we there go. go. Thanks, guys. Put a little guys. on that. Yeah, just in case you were you missed out on it. Um, yeah, uh, mswpodcast at uh, gmail.com. Oh, my gosh. Okay, th- th- let's go. <laughs> hey, hey, the King DJ 2010 sends an email. He, uh, he just he, he, he didn't send an email. No, he didn't actually send an email. He put the whole thing in the subject, by the way. He didn't. The email is empty. There is nothing there. It's, li- it's literally blank. Wait, I put this up on the camera? Wait. Can oh I put this? Oh my gosh, Brendan. All right, this no, is... Make sure not to show someone's email to it is, address. It is empty here. Ep- the whole shit is in the subject of the email, okay? But uh, anyway, thanks, the king. It was funny. Um, he says... <laughs> I just think that's so funny. He didn't even, like, put anything. He didn't even put, like, a, like one word in the, sub- in the body of the email. All right. Do you think one of the new teams from Marble Maniacs could succeed in the Marble League or M1? Well, that's a fun question. Um, I'll start. So, well, you have to st- you have to start with a few other questions. Of course, first off, are those teams even going to be able to compete in those competitions? We don't know if the teams, those new teams, are going to be the ones that are going to also have chances in the new um, in the ne- in the coming tournaments, or if it's just going to be those stay as Marble Maniacs teams. So, I'd say, um that once that question's answered then this question becomes more relevant but honestly based on the performance i mean you're i mean these teams are going up against balls of chaos i mean i mean really that is the that is the only relevant team in the marvel maniacs <laughs> not that i think about it but still like balls of chaos is a solid team most people would say that they would be middle to uh above average as a overall team in the jmr environment so I mean, I would say the fact that these teams are not just competing with the Balls of Chaos, but normally actually beating the Balls of Chaos pretty well, um, that that overall, um, yeah, these teams could probably compete pretty well in M1 and in um, Marble Maniacs. It seems like wherever these teams came from... You mean in, in Marble League? Yeah, Marble League. You know what I mean. <laughs> so marbles. It, marbles, okay? Um, these teams... Uh, these teams, wherever they came from, and uh, hey, Stimps, get on that lore, by the way. I, I don't know where these teams came from. I mean, that's up to you. 
and Adu and whoever else does the project. Like, that's up to you guys. So you guys got to tell us. I, Noxious Ivy comes from, like, the Jungle Jumpers basement. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it's... Wherever they came from, they seem to have a lot of uh, practice, a lot of skill, a lot of discipline. Um, and you see that in, in, in the events so far. So, yeah, I think they could compete if they are allowed to compete uh, in those tournaments. Yeah, I guess assuming that they would be, or they are able to make it in, I would say that like for Marvel League, they have a decent chance just because these events are related to stuff that kind of similar to it. I would not, I can't really say anything about M1 because M1 is a different beast. Like they haven't really raced yet. They've just been competing in like events like fair. that involve like jumping and accuracy and stuff and coordination but nothing that has to really do with just being very fast and taking tight turns that's fair and i hope we could do get to see some sort of racing because i want to see them out on the track um I, it has to be extreme i know but uh just some some sort of racing based event in Mar- i mean it should it sounds like a events right so it should be i'm hoping to see that because, six events um oh six oh, was it was it five i think it was five really? it's only five that's not good i think so um but I'm hoping to see something uh, racing-based out there. Um, anyway, um, I'll go to the second email unless, JM, you have thoughts on this. No, I I hope I hope to get to see Noxious Ivy in, in other events because they're like they, we've covered it. But <laughs> outside of that, I, I, I agree with everything that's been stated. Great, great. All right. Okay. So we have one more email from Richard Hankley. Um, gels marble yell as marble league rankings redone all caps on the subject by the way thanks richard um he says i redeed i redid the team ranking oh by the way remember this is backstory we had richard on for an episode that i really had fun with but the listeners it was a little bit repetitive i guess where we kind of went through and established the total ranking overall of all the teams uh, of jmr um and so he, he always kind of adjusts those rankings here and there and sends them in so he can kind of keep tabs on it but he says um, i redid the team rankings by adding in the tournament factor uh, where before all tournaments were at the same value all marble league tournaments are given an event value of 16 except marble league 16 which is 12 marble one is worth eight and marble two <laughs> marble two is worth 12 i don't agree with that by the way okay Marble Winter Special is worth five points, and the Amazing Marble Race is worth one. Stop with the Amazing! I'm done. No, stop <laughs> with the Amazing Marble Race. Just oh god, Waff. Waff. Do I even have to say it? Do I have to say it? I stop, <laughs> stop, stop. The Amazing Marble Race doesn't exist. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. St- god, that's my least favorite thing to read ever. I, I, I mean, Waff, I'm not wrong here, right? Come on. I, this, why is that, fa- this, that, that's like, okay, every time someone makes an overall rankings in Marble League, there's like this, this crazy huge argument on like the amazing Marble Race. It's like one-off thing from like literally 1900. That's like, that's like debated whether this should be Wait, like 1900. <laughs> I don't know. It was a long time ago. We should put in the the rankings and like people it's like a big deal like this is a huge deal to be i don't get it no no just enough with the amazing marble race it just doesn't matter um and it's like worth a point in this thing whatever um but uh, listen whatever uh and the average to average is total score divided by the event factor um i 
I mean, the rankings kind of stay similar. Savage Beaters at the top, then Hazers, Rangers, Raspberry Racers, Crazy Cat Size in the top five. Your bottom, of course, being like Turtle Slider, Solar Flare, Team Plasma, Quicksilver's Golden Orbs. Um, so uh-huh. the, the bad teams. You know, we have like something like the Gliding Glaciers in the middle, Team Galactic around 11, Momos in 10, um, Oceanics 13, Green Ducks and Mellow Yellow. Six I'm almost tied of the Thunderbolts, it seems. Um, oh, yeah, yes. So nice. Oh, he ranked it by the average score, not the total score, because like like Thunderbolts and Momo have a higher total score than Midnight Wisps. Like even like or, yeah, it's oh by no, average. Oh, it's, I see. It's by it's, average it's, because it's, of all like, the event weights that I just read off. Yeah. Okay. So the lower score actually means, seems to be better because size features have four thirty four, whereas Jawbreakers and twenty six have one thousand two hundred ninety four. So I guess it's ordered just by the average. Yeah. Basically, because like different teams competed different amount of times and in different events. So yeah. Um, right. I don't agree with this already, though, because I don't know why Marbula 1 would be worth 8, but Season 2 would be worth 12. I know Season 2 had more races, but it's so weird to me that you're because giving the, it's like Season 2 more the, the, the level of competition went up. Well, and it's also more recent. It's like, like more recent like events are considered to be more of an indication of current uh, strengths and skills of an athlete, whereas older ones are not. So they get, they're weighed more than past stuff. Yeah, I don't necessarily like that because because um, you're looking at overall performance, so it's weird to me because like it does skew the average when you weigh Marbula. Because what you're saying when you weigh the average, when you weigh the average differently for season one, you're just saying season one was was almost less important. Even I know it had less races, but I don't know if it should be less important because you're weighing you're 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 taking all the total points and then dividing them instead. Of, so it's like. You're not doing like weights beforehand. I don't know. I don't. I think it's weird that that season one is worth eight. Like, why would you not just have a weighting for Marbula One across all seasons? Just a separate, just Marbula One rating. Uh, um, I guess it depends on what kind, what your what your goal with it is. Like, if you're looking at just like seeing what their overall like like score and performance has been, then yeah, you're right. But I feel like Richard might be doing something more similar to what you would do for trying to predict the the current skill level of the competitors and maybe kind of help you to predict who to root for or to put your on your fantasy team for the next season fair enough fair enough um i don't know i think the weightings are like like if i was doing this i might do i would just take marble league and that would be a weight all of the marble league points from wherever forever would just be its own weight and then all the Marbula One points would just be its own weight, and all I don't even I would definitely not include include the amazing marble race because <laughs> the, the, the amazing that. marble race is my, is my favorite. <laughs> well, you also like salted chocolate, so we're not really starting with a good baseline here, JM. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm just I'm just kidding. Uh, but and then the winter special, I I don't know. It just seems it just seems odd to me. Um, but. I mean, you still get similar rankings, actually, to the other time where we had different weightings. And, you know, Savage Speeders still up there. Cat's Eye still up there. Um, you, you you know the teams at this point that are that are pretty good. Um, but, uh, thanks for the email, Richard. Uh, that brings us to, um, uh, unless anyone has comments about that, that brings us to the next segment here where we want to talk actual domino bowling. Um, which was, mm. I, I found it really good. And I really, really liked this event. Um, and I also want to point out that there was a point, I forget what episode when, but there was a point where we talked about cool ideas for events 
and we'd actually talked about bowling. I think I brought it up. I was like, bowling would be cool. And you could like use a team of two marbles and do like, you know, because in bowling, you, you get two bowls per set of pins. And you could do that. And lo and behold, they're doing that, which I just, I really enjoyed. So I have to like it because um, I, I had I had this, I, I didn't have this exact idea where it's with the exact point values or whatever they did, but I had this similar idea. Um, and so I'm really happy to actually see it. Um, I mean, uh, I kind of thought, I kind of thought more of like an actual 10 pin bowling with little pins and like strikes and spares and not like right. dominoes, but it still works in this case. So, um, but then it would just be normal bowling. It's gotta be extreme. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, got yeah, the loop to loop at the beginning is actually great, dude. I didn't see that loop to loop coming. I saw it. I was like, oh, oh, we're doing <laughs> this. Okay. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Um, so domino bowling, opening the floor to you guys, and also when you talk, give your rating out of ten as we usually do with a new event. Uh, Jam, you want to start us off? Sure. I, I I think it was a six or seven out of ten. Um, I. I really, I really like team-based marble events more than more than the solo ones, which mm-hmm. is why it drives it down a little. I also didn't like that. Um, I don't know. I, I was kind of the 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 first run gutters made me made me sad for the for the individual teams because it's like, oh well, I guess we just start this off on a zero now. I <laughs> I don't know. I like maybe maybe they could have put like. Um, gutters or or something instead Bumper, of just like, having like like bumpers up for the for the for yeah. the competitors mm, that's i don't that's, know that's other outside of that i really enjoyed it it's a good it's a good point um i guess like a discussion point more because um there's just pros and cons for both but to put bumpers up to like ensure marbles get to stay in the arena and not have to take the gutter ball because I mean, getting a gutter ball, obviously like having that possibility really demands control on the racer, which is, which is nice. And it's very unforgiving. If you get a zero, then you're pretty much totally not going to win. Um, Cause he, like, even if you don't knock that map many down, if both your marbles get to knock some stuff down, you're going to have a decent score. But if just one of you gets in there, it's just not happening. Um, so I, but they, but they, but they already had a punishment with the with the with the negative donum with the negative dominoes, dominoes. The, mm-hmm. the, the minus five for the blacks. It was it was just confusing for me because like if if you're gonna put up negative dominoes on each side of the on each side of the pyramid, then to my mind you should put up walls to prevent gutters, and then you you like you you get punished for knocking down the minus fives. Or you have the whole pyramid with points totals on it, and you don't put up the bumpers. That's fair. <laughs> I I would say that I like the negative dominoes because it really demands straight down the middle control, which is important for um, right just as a marble skill. But I would say I agree with you. But I think that the gutters should be possible but harder to access. If that makes sense, I don't know. Maybe bumpers only half the way or something like that. Just something where. There is still the possibility that you're if if you're really bad, then you really get punished for it. But like maybe bumpers um, on the second half of the lane. So if you get far that far, you can get help from a bumper, um, something like that, or just maybe maybe widen the lane a little bit just so that uh, gutters are harder to hit. Because I think gutters are first of all goes with the bowling theme, but it's also like it does kind of 
force you to have some semblance and control. So I think, I don't know. But maybe maybe a little start. harder to reach gutters because, man, the ball's a chaos. <laughs> I mean, clutter ball, man. Oh, I man. Mean, it's, it was bad. Um, and it, was, it seemed like it was very easy to kind of stray over towards the gutters um, as well. Um, another it's the, fir- the first negative score in, since uh, Team Primary in 2017, right? With like, one of those events? Mm. Yeah, that is some trivia. We need Super Yak for that one. Um, Man. <laughs> yeah, but it's been a while. Anyway, JM, uh, out of 10. I think it's 6 it. or 7. Yeah, si- 6 or 7. Probably oh, probably settle on a 6.5. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Oh, really, really quickly. I, I'd like to see somebody experiment with um, with different launch systems for the for these marble events, because I, I, I always see the like the the the, the they're almost Hot Wheels tracks. Right. I, I'd, I'd like to see somebody try like um, a, a piece of PVC for for launching that that fits the diameter of the marbles and then you glue them all together four wide and then have the marbles launch down that for like half the ramp and then have um have have the like hot wheels stuff because it 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 feels like some marbles get off just just to a really poor start by by bouncing around right off from the gate and like chaos is good chaos episode 10 (laughs) <laughs> but 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 I'd also like to see like more, more early balance to to make sure that the competitors all get off to the same start and then have the chaos come in, if if that makes any sense. No, I I get you, and I guess another idea is like I know they have some of those the those like toy tracks like for like Hubalino that are like designed to run with marbles. I I think those ones are are a bit too small. I think for the ones that they use, but maybe they have big enough ones they could like take one track put another one on top of it and glue it together and it mm. they might be able to fit through smooth enough to where it could be the same thing as your idea. Yeah. Um I would tend to agree. I would tend to agree. I think that the biggest I mean and this goes across toy racing as a whole. You talk I'm talking Hot Wheels, marbles, um whatever the hell MNH does, I don't no idea. Um <laughs> it's just not anything. It's really nothing. Um but across toy racing um the biggest like problem that I guess toys, if you want to look from their perspective, run into when it comes to racing or just having to fall down a ramp at started like a gate and fall down a ramp is getting out of the gate and getting out of the starting area, whatever whatever you want to call it. And so if you like I mean in Jam's case as a great idea or something that makes it very very consistent for that first few lengths before they as they pick up speed and find their control and and position and then have it open up afterwards that's fine because then you know it demands more fair i mean it demands more fairly to have to have control as opposed to just like because like when you have that gate you have all that contact you have that all that starting contact and the gate lifts open and then the marble can just go any direction and especially with a hot wheels car there's so much like wobbling and hesitation out of that it's just nice. It would be nice to have something that keeps that very consistent, because um, the gates are just the gates are always where the most. Because really, especially in like something like five minute sprint, uh, races are won and lost in the gates, right? Because um, some you, if you watch, like go watch the event of five minute sprint, you'll see marbles like literally 
just for whatever reason be stuck for a second after the gate lifts up you'll see marbles turn right left spin after the gate lifts up and that really just decides how the rate the rest of the race is going to go so um i mean obviously the real next level like just futuristic marble sports would have some sort of gate that like the marble is held in something that's not even um where like nothing's really even touching it like it's just like held suspended in air or whatever which would be crazy how listen futuristic it doesn't matter how it works um but i mean yeah to try to reduce that especially when you have to fall down a really fast ramp and go into a, a larger track you you need something that kind of keeps that consistent um so i would i would definitely tend to agree with that well uh for me i feel like it's hard for me to say how i would uh like i don't have much to add to what you're talking about so i'm just gonna go on to my thoughts on the bowling i, I feel like i'm a bit biased here because like one like i'm a bowler so i was kind of like aside for this but also not sure how they're gonna do it so i I go in and I see the thumbnail. It's like, oh, there's a bunch of dominoes and there's way more than 10. So I guess we're doing 100 pin bowling here. All right. Then I start the video. I see the loop to loop. It's like, huh? And then there's the ramp off onto the next section. It's like, what? And then it's like, oh, the dominoes are worth points. And there's also negative ones. It's like, this is more than I ever thought it was going to be. And I'm honestly super excited for it. Like, I love the, the, the how high they jump out of the loop to loop. They really let, like, it's like, it's so satisfying. I, I guess the, the the main negative would be the yeah like some of it was kind of disappointing seeing a gutter so early on in the first run. And I felt like the halftime show like stop motion wasn't as interesting to watch as the previous event. So it didn't. So it's maybe one downside. But with all the negatives, I think I think maybe an eight out of ten for me. Like, but I do recognize that I'm very biased. Yeah. Um... Okay. I, Actually, just saw there on the on the the uh, the, the launch point there. They are kind of doing what your your idea was, JM. Like it had like a it's not that it's not the same diameter as it, but like there is a plastic shielding that keeps them in. So they're yeah, they're almost kind of doing your idea, but there's not the no. right diameter. Reminds me of the um uh this is a shot in the dark for a lot of people, but there's a ride, there's a water ride, water park slide thing where you go in water, and um. It's called Vanish Point, and um, basically the ride looks like that. You stand in this tube, and then the floor just drops away, and then you go like down this tube, like it's just you because it's like a water slide, and it's like it's kind of scary actually. I, I went on it; it was like in Bush Gardens or something. Um, I've ridden one of those before. Yeah, it, like there was it was it was crazy. So that's how it reminded the starting gate here. Um, kind of, not quite, but kind of. Um, but yeah, no, they still use the Hot Wheels track. They just had the the tube to keep marbles from falling away, but. Uh, yeah, something narrower might be nice. Um, one other correction. Um, my Okay, so my rating for this is a, a 9 out of 10, again, which I think is what I gave the last one, because, again, this is just amazing. Like the, I've, This is the kind of stuff I've wanted to see. I want this in Marble League. Like, I, I've talked about this. We talked about this ad nauseum in the last couple of years. That the, I want this stuff sprinkled in a Marble League, because imagine Marble League, you got five-meter sprint, you got relay, you got hurdles, which is just five-meter sprint with... I mean, until this year, it was just five meter sprint with like whatever, like going through a car wash kind of. <laughs> um, but then to like have like a break where you have like bowling or like um, the the kind of diving they did in the the first event. I mean, that would just be so cool. That would take Marble League to a really 
unpredictable, chaotic, extreme level. Um, but at least being able to see it in some tournament is uh, is really nice. Um, but yeah, this is a 9 out of 10. I love this event. The one point off is uh, is for this reason. So there is a couple times, um, and I think it's later on here in the video, there's a couple times where Marble hits the front domino. And so the front middle domino, so like the, 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 the top of that pyramid. Now, if a Marble hits the, the front top of the domino, what should happen, what was supposed to happen, is that that whole front row is supposed to fall over. Because, um, I mean, that's, that's how it was designed. It's like bowling. Everything's supposed to fall over behind it. It's like dominoes. That's what's supposed to happen. That's the reward for hitting the front domino. Now, that never happened. Um, and the reason that never happened is that the marbles roll into the bottom of the dominoes, which means the dominoes actually fall the opposite way, um, at least like some of the time, and most of the time, um, actually. And, the, and it just happens to be that the marble can still kind of run through the row. It will still knock over a bunch, and sometimes it will teeter one over on a different line. You see, like, the one like just on the screen right now. It teetered one over on a different line and knocked a bunch over, but on the line it went through, all the dominoes fell towards back towards the marble because the marble is hitting the bottom of it. So what I think needs to happen here is, and pretty much basically the same track, but they need to have a small ramp, like a very tiny ramp. So up right in front of the pyramid. So as the marbles hmm. hit the dominoes, they're hitting the middle or top of them, which will cause the dominoes to actually fall back towards the back of the pyramid and so actually hit the lines over. And so you're rewarded for staying in the middle and you're going to have a lot higher scoring games because um, dominoes are actually falling the way they're, they're supposed to fall. It's, just, it's a tiny thing. I could see why they would miss it, but... That's gonna that's gonna make a big difference, and that's gonna reward marbles who actually manage to stay in the middle and hit the pyramid. I think this is it right here. Rook, yeah, Noxious Ivy, boom. Um, your team actually, JM, uh, hits the middle and knocks three over, and the rest of the row is not touched at all. And all of the marbles, um, if we wanna, this is great timing. Just as I finished this thought, the uh, the run came up. It's almost like I planned it. Um, the, look, the, look at Noxious Ivy. Thing. I just want to get this on the screen first, Jam. So Noxious Ivy comes yeah. here to the front of the pyramid, knocks over those first three. See how all of them fall backwards? They fall backwards towards they fall towards the marble. That's 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 mm -hmm. like it makes being accurate not as rewarding. So anyway, uh, go ahead. Right, nine out of ten. The, the the other thing that they could do is they could. Um, I don't I don't know if they're if they're fabricating these dominoes themselves or if they're like buying them right. But you you could you could theoretically go out and get a three D printing machine and and fab your own your 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 own dominoes to your own specifications, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I I when I was watching this event, I thought that the dominoes were too heavy for the marbles to knock over, so they could either make like lighter dominoes to to make it easier for the for the marbles to knock them over, or they could balance them better, um, putting putting like more weight at the top to make them more easier to knock over. Or like weight in the middle, like if 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 you have a domino that I don't have anything square on my desk here, if 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 you have a domino that Picks that's like this size, right? His desk. <laughs> you can you can you can you can put like weight right here in the middle to to, to mm -hmm. make it fall down easier, but still have that like weighty domino. I, I don't I don't know. You could you 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 can play around with stuff like that to make to make the initial impact of the marble like matter more without i've lost where i'm going with this <laughs> no i know what you're saying um and yeah. 
The weighting is interesting, though I think the weighting still won't matter if the marble's hitting the bottom of the domino. Because the center of mass of the domino, unless you weight the bottom, then it will just make it impossible to knock over, is going to always be around well, the middle area. So it's always going to fall well, like back. Like bowling pins, bo bo bowling pins aren't, aren't evenly weight distributed, right? And bowling pins right. at the bottom of them. Yeah, and pins also often fall, away for pins often fall back yeah. towards the ball. It's just the ball is so heavy. Uh, if you notice this, like if you if you watch bowling, um, first of all, the pins are a lot smaller relative to the ball than the dominoes versus the marble. The dominoes are like twice as tall or more than the marble in this in this case. A bowling ball is like two thirds the height of a bowling pin, and also the bowling ball doesn't rely. Okay, so on the lane, a bowling ball goes through the pins. It doesn't rely on the pins knocking into each other. It relies on that for the pins on the side. The bowling ball is heavy enough that it, it, it just crashes right through that whole thing. Um, so if the pins are there, it's knock it over. But the pins are usually knocked, and then they, they the, the heads of the pins often fall sideways, or they fall towards the ball, and then kind of slide. Um, so, but, like, because these marbles are against dominoes that are not, like super light compared to the marble um it, then you have to rely more on things being knocked over themselves like domino to domino so you still i don't know so it's a little different than bolt than like actual bowling ball with the bowling ball like the bowling ball is way heavier than pins so it just rams right through especially with the speed people throw it and so it doesn't even matter whether it hits the bottom the top or the middle it doesn't because it's the bowling ball is going to make that line right through you've never no one you like, like no one's ever bowled and then the ball like Hits the even when you bowl the ball as slow as possible, like when you do that thing in Wii Sports where you just bowl the ball as slow as possible to be that guy. Like the ball never like like stops. It's stopped by the pins and like on the yeah. on the the platform. It doesn't get to the back. So yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. Like like uh, it depends on how fast a pin is rolling on the the deck. But like as a mechanic, I've seen it several times. Like. If the pin rolls at a, at a specific speed, if it hits the bottom, of the other one, it'll it will fall in in the similar pattern to a domino, kind of. But sometimes it also just falls on itself. So you are right in that sense that like, it does depend more on like the slickness of the the deck and also like the, for and also the ball being just the same size, like so much taller to launch them. But I think an, an, another idea, like instead of the ramp idea, like maybe the the dominoes could be like like the the uh, the, the deck that the dominoes are on or it could be at a lower elevation then the like and like so the marble is higher up when it hits the dominoes that might be easier than putting a ramp and be more consistent too wait wait say again because i think you might have just said what i was going to say too wait so well, you're saying yeah so it's basically there so like the triangle shape here that entire section is like maybe half an inch lower that's than everything was, else yeah, in front of it i was gonna say that too because like then you don't have the inconsistency of the ramp which could cause uh left to right movement you just have the marble mm -hmm. just go right over the top into there, and you're going to hit the dominoes from the top. Um, and the marbles will also like burn through the dominoes a lot f easier. That's I like that idea. Um, I think, and then that will actually well that will cost a lot of points and a lot of beautiful kind of knocking over of all the dominoes. Um, right. So no, yeah, I, I was. Which is one of the favorite, which is one of the best parts of watching bowling is seeing them all fall over. So you can't. It's really hard to get that in this in the current version that it has. Agreed. And like that's, I think that's something we kind of missed over. Like the 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 distribution of points was ridiculous. Like the pinkies had was it one forty three, and like the next one below was like one oh six. 
Yeah, we're going to actually jump to standings here. So we can talk standings for a second. Um, uh, let's do that. Uh, yeah, so if you want to talk about actual teams, and it's weird to talk about teams in this case because most of these teams are really new or just not really mentioned a lot usually. So we're not we're not falling back on the usual savage speeders here. But, uh, but yeah, we have teams... Um, we have some. We have an interesting spread of points here. I mean, balls like chaos again coming in last place and not doing like well at all. They didn't do well in the diving either. So it was um, weird to see that. But uh, yeah, definitely the the spread of points. You went negative eight to one fifty. I mean, that is easily. I mean, number wise, the largest spread, largest range that we've ever seen of points in a mar in a mm -hmm. marble sports event. Honestly, so. Um, I mean, that might indicate, um, as JM was correcting too, that might indicate that there's there's too much, too much room for like inconsistency and chaos and like you know removing that gutter ball possibility and stuff like that would kind of narrow that. Um, and I think those those the fixes we mentioned would be something that takes it from 150 to negative eight and probably narrows it to something between 200 and like maybe 120. Um, but uh, it's. Yeah, it's quite a spread. Yeah. I see we're now joined by uh, JM's cat. Ooh, crazy cat size. Yeah. She's looking lonely down on the floor. Uh, did you name your cat after a crazy cat's eye? I did not. Her name is Brenna. Uh, Brenna I? <laughs> no, oh, no. That was bad, Brenna. That was really bad. Thank you, Brendan. I appreciated that. Please, please, please continue. <laughs> please continue. Let's come up with some other names. <laughs> I didn't mean to derail. Uh, yeah. You're all good. Um, no, but yeah. Also, uh, you look at some of the new team. Noxious Ivy didn't do very well. But see, again, that's because of the mistake in the making of the event. Noxious Ivy, again, they mm -hmm. were the, the only team to hit that middle line. And the dominoes, because of the way it was set up, um, the, the middle line didn't knock down. Even though that's definitely what was intended. Um that's why the golden domino is in the middle at the back. Right. But, um, so should have done a lot better, but yeah, I mean like the new teams are holding their own. Like, like the, I'm not, mm -hmm. it's hard to make judgments this early to events into something where there's not the best of the best of the old teams in here. But I can just tell you, I'm not noticing a difference. Like I'm not like noticing, wow, these are the new teams and they're all placing here. And then these are the not new teams and they're all placing here. So, um, I mean, that's just a good thing. They're blending in to the pack really well. I mean, um, I mean, even in the spread of points, you've got teams all over the place. So uh, it's usually a negative sign when the pinkies is at the top of your standings. <laughs> that's usually <laughs> a sign that you don't have the best group of teams. But, um, I mean, I'm, still everyone's looking like, at least in this case, that there's no standout bad team. Besides Balls of Chaos. I mean, honestly, Balls of Chaos seems like the worst team out there. Let's look at real standings um, here. And um, Balls of Chaos is down in, in sixth place with four points. Uh, Finding Swarm also doing pretty bad with, like, last place. So, um, I mean, that's a big difference from 16 and the Constrictors. So, um, pointing that out. Yeah. Anyway, to you guys, I, wanted, uh, I guess I want to ask you guys uh, as we begin to move towards the end of the show here. Um, do you have a favorite couple of the new teams? Do you have a favorite couple of just this group of eight that you're like, I mean, I mean, either I just really like that team or just, I really think that that team has a lot of potential 
coming into um uh like future marble tournaments future of marble maniacs and maybe even marble league i mean i'm liking noxious ivy for the same reasons that jm mentioned but I'm also I'm liking the blackjacks because like I want like they're a returning team. I want to see returning teams do well. Like it's kind of like a redemption arc. You always love the underdog, and if more returning teams do good, that means the more chances for other retired teams to return. And Purple Rockets, I'm so iffy on. Like I really don't like their name to be honest. Like it's kind of it feels kind of misplaced. Like it doesn't feel like it fits the rest. Like and but like I do appreciate a lore team finally making it in like I, I don't know if this is the first one that's made it in but i do like having more of the extended lore being coming apart of it they're not sure like so the purple rockets were actually included like one of the jma members used the purple rockets in one of their own competitions so i'm not sure if it made it in because um yellow and dion like they we were acknowledging marble earth lore or if they were like just bringing them in because one of the jma members wanted them in because they use them in a competition I don't know. I'm going deep on Marble lore, huh? I think. Oh yeah. I mean, because I was at the meet and greet, like, like as you know, and just it just seems Gel really likes the Purple Rockets for some reason. I don't know why, but like he just hmm. really likes that team. So I, I think he just wanted an end. And like, I, like I said, I don't also love the name, but I mean, if that's what he wants, that's what he wants. It's Gel. So um, it's just, it's just, I've just gotten that vibe. Like he didn't need to, but he just really likes it. Um. So yeah. Did Did you guys ever play the um the backyard sports games like backyard soccer, backyard baseball? No, I've that, not. Th- those kinds. Oh yeah, no, I I did. Uh the the purple rockets feel like a name and a logo that belongs in in one of those backyard games, <laughs> and I absolutely love it. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. I can see that. I can see that. Even not playing the games, I get a sense of what they would might be. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, almost like a Sandlot type team. Um, yeah. Uh, for me, um, standouts for me, I mean, besides the Constrictors who are winning, I mean, that's always an easy standout. Um, I, I think Noxious Ivy is uh, a lot better than their points are letting on. I think it's, again... I think most of Noxious Ivy's failure so far has been because these events were not designed perfectly. I mean, it makes sense they were the first time. But remember, we talked about the problem with diving and the the, the marbles kind of all bunching up. And I mean, in this time, mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, Noxious Ivy went right down the middle. I mean, I mean yeah, was... if you go right down the middle of this bowling thing, you should get a lot of points. And, and they, they got like four. So I... I think there's a lot of potential with that team as far as um, just in general, general athletic, athletic ability. So um, I look, I definitely would see myself um, noticing that team um, if they uh, if they were like in a qualifiers or if I was like thinking of a like a dark horse fantasy pick, something like that. Um, uh, it's hard. I mean, Shining Swarm, I'm unnoticing because I mean, come on. I mean, really, three points as a team that's done a lot of marble stuff i mean what are we doing um and balls of chaos again it's hard to really tell why they're doing so bad but they're it's host curse enough of that i don't even believe in that but i mean someone's got to explain it um but also I to mention this but oh but also again I was gonna... like waf said the blackjacks no i just wanted to yeah. so blackjacks 
Um, they've been solid, and they, I mean, they have competed before. So I definitely want to see what they bring in coming events, especially I think we got funnel something with funnels coming up next, and that's big. That's a big core <clears throat> skill of Marvel Sports. So definitely my eyes will be in Blackjacks and Noxious Ivy for those. Yeah, I was just gonna say I almost forgot to mention this, but like on on Twitter, like the, the official JMR Twitter, like mentioned, like thank you so much for your positive feedback on comments for event two of Mania Maniacs. We share your request to add this event to Marvel League. So it seems like thanks. That'll be great. And even the JMA apparently also wanted to. So if you like, it seems like this is gonna be a Marble League event. Whether or not it's gonna be the same level of extreme, or if they're gonna tone it down to make keep this one unique, I'm not sure. But apparently bowling might make its way into Marble League 2022. Listen, all I'm saying. If they jam, you go. (laughs) I was I was just gonna say if they if they do tone it down, I I hope that they um. I don't know actually. I, I I was gonna say I hope that they they keep the ramp, but they but they get rid of the loop to loop. But because I I feel like they added that in for the extreme yeah. right. tag that that they have. I, I don't know. They're they're both they're both really unique. I, I I like both of them. I I don't know which one I'd want to get rid of. Hmm. And then so maybe in that case you have to get rid of both. Yeah, and just have it be straight bowling because this yeah. is Marble League. So. Yeah. yeah, and we it has to. If you're gonna have this event in both tournaments, then it's got to be different. And honestly, they they need to make it different. I mean, I will be. I love this event and want to see it in Marble League, but I'll be a hundred percent upset if this is in Marble League. <laughs> I, that's really wait one second. Feels like those conflicting statements there. I, I want this in Marble League, but I'll hate it if it's in Marble League. <laughs> he, I want this in Marble League, but if this current form is in Marble League, I'll hate it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, sorry, uh, my dad just came in again. My family just doesn't. They don't like. They don't know what podcasting is. They don't. They don't. That's not a word. For um, and like what? And like I said last time, what, whatever he just said just totally doesn't matter for this minute. Like it could have waited five ten minutes. Whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, because if this, if this exact event, uh, I think her jam, uh, jam say this, basically, if this exact event is in Marble League, then it just, it, was, it would be bad, because it wouldn't make any sense, it wouldn't match Marble League, and also would kind of, it would take away from this being an extreme event and fitting in Marble Maniac, so they need to really, but they need to change it, they can't just do this, but take away the loop and the jump, because then it's like, two of the same event in two different tournaments, they need to like do something different, like, like literally do something different with the scoring or with the amount of pins, something like that, or maybe run two marbles at the same time. I, I don't know. Just, just do something different where it's like, okay, this is marble league bowling, this is maniacs bowling, and like, wow, we can actually differentiate them relatively easy. So, um, mm-hmm. that's a big deal for that. Um, I have something else We're I want to say. Time, so maybe should I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we should maybe move on to Nasmarb before we run out of time. Na- Nasmarb, I'm starting. Do you have you? Did you watch Nasmarb? I I tried, guys. I I really tried. Talk about I, it, please. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, I it has the beginnings of being something really good and really interesting, but the production quality is just so high on JMR and even um, what's that channel used to work for? Fu- Fu- Fubica. Fubica. Because. Mm-hmm. Even even their production value was like the tracks were nice to look at. I I just it, it's it's a guy really trying in his base or in his in in, in his, his garage, garage. But I just like 
it, it, it's and like I, I I like the idea of marbles and diecast cars. I it's just it's not visually interesting enough for mm. me to 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 be able to sit down and like pay attention to, especially when those diecast cars like get sideways going through a corner and there's just one of them on the track. Like I I I would like two two side by side tracks at the same time for like heats or i i don't i don't know i just i couldn't do it visually i mean no i get you i think that's this is just a prime like firsthand example to me of something again that we've talked about before how important or even more important in the case of marble sports that all the stuff around the actual action is important to the video so like I mean, in a lot of things, in a lot of, like, sports with, like, people, like, most, it doesn't really matter how things look around it, it's just focus on the sport, the action, but, like, in marble sports, there's a, it, it's as important that everything looks good around it, everything's smooth around it, um, as what's mm-hmm. going on to, to suck a viewer in, to, like, to hook them in, um, and it, as James just said, it, it applies here, because honestly, like, if JMR did marbles in cars, marbles in in cars i mean that's i can't believe i said that out loud the then you'd have you'd it'd be nuts it'd be absolutely nuts like people would people would like gotta keep this podcast pg again i try to so you know people would just go nuts all right (laughs) over over that they'd be like this is i can't believe this exists and because jmr would also make it look nice around the track and everything um so i mean i'm just pointing out that that's that's a big deal and that's like why when I'm talking to uh, the racing, Mar- like race, good good example. I work with the racing marble league, smaller channel, um, getting going, and he has, of course, more ability to make things look nice in his studio than like Hershey does with Nasmarb. But that's why, like, um, a lot of the times I've spoken with him, I've stressed things about camera work. I've stressed things about lighting. I've stressed things about what the what the decoration is and how the tracks are, because to keep people watching for a long time it needs to that it needs to look good around so just pointing that out uh, again this is why small channels struggle because small channels usually have trouble making it look professional and then people are like i just can't i just can't watch this thing when i see just that bucket of half-used paint on the side of the track and then the garage door with like cuts in it for some reason they just can't just can't watch it when there's all that just eh, looking um like visual around it so um i totally understand that um anyway so something i I know i i know this isn't like the place for for valid criticism or for for criticisms right but like if if he if the if the nasmarb guy added um you just like crowdsourced crowd noises to to his videos or like i don't know engine noises or something at the at the start of each heat uh, it, it would it would make things more at least more interesting for my ears, even if they're not interesting for my eyes. Huh. I um, tend to agree. Yeah, that 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 that's something I really really noticed with with JMR is they like they bring you in to to making the illusion that this is a sporting event with the crowd noises and the different like camera shots of 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 everything right. So 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 if you don't have the 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 time or the resources to make things look interesting, at least try to like go out and and 
and make it visually interesting. And here's um or auditory auditorial interest. Here's a little yeah, a marble uh we have marble chaos theory. This we'll call this marble marble creating theory or whatever. Maybe there's a better name for it. But the reason okay, so when you make marble sports, and even if you have a low budget and a low amount of, of whatever, do whatever you can. I just hit play and started this video. Do whatever you can to make the marble sports video match as many characteristics as a real sport as possible. So the crowd noise, what is the crowd noise is like, literally is very simple to add, but it, it makes people, it connects people to like when they turn on the radio in the car and they're listening to a game because okay, I, cause like every time, cause I'm a big radio sports listener and this also applies to TV sports with the crowd noise. But every time I turn on the radio, especially the first thing I hear, unless the announcer is like going crazy at that particular moment, is I always hear, I turn it on, I turn on the, the game, and it's always like, just the crowd noise as like, like between breaks of the announcer speaking. And that just makes, you just know, like if you're, if you're flipping through radio channels and you just hear that particular noise, you know there's a game on and it's not like talk radio on that channel. Like you hear the noise in the background. You hear the random music playing in and out. You hear like the cheering and like the people banging drums or whatever. So like um, that that is a big signal to someone that, that it's a, a game, a sports competition going on, um, especially on the radio, also on TV. And so just putting that in your video kind of connects people, I guess, even subconsciously to the fact that it's going, it's, it's like a professional sport or like a big sport, crowd sport, whatever. So that's like a, that's like one of the things, but in as many ways as possible, you want to make it you want to match the, the the small characteristics of that. Again, the, the camera angles, the JMR puts, where they kind of pan around. That reminds people of the fact that often in like, if you watch a football game, they'll have the aerial shot, they'll have the ground shots, they'll have a lot of different shots of, of the cameras and it'll kind of make you think of that, which, which, which bring people in because they're like, wow, I really like watching this and this is reminding me of this, so I'm drawn in by it. So, um, uh, And that's why the commentary was so big. Because that that turned people from something on YouTube to then reminding them of something they watched on TV on ESPN. And that's why, I don't know, commentary has been so big for these toy racing things. Because it's, it's, it's just bringing more and more signals that this is very similar to something you see on, a, on sports TV. So, um, little marble, marble sports creating theory right there. Um, but um, I think that holds up pretty well. Yeah, um, definitely something that maybe you'd be interested in. JM is a, a channel called Three D Bot Maker. It's all—it's a diecast <laughs> racing channel. Like it has basically everything that you just asked for and more. In terms, mm. so like that—that that might be something you're interested in. Like um, in Listen regards to racism, to, no, no three D Bot Maker. Racism fun. That's where it's at. Racism, um, I'm sure to do that too. But like, I'm just—I'm just, I'm just <laughs> listing the most popular one. But for um, uh, for the whole like, I guess the for the points about the car- crowd noises, um. In a past series um, called uh, Marble Mayhem, like they ha- they added crowd noises, but then they actually got complaints about it. So I think because ever since then, Hershey has just deigned not to use it because he just got negative feedback for using it. So I think that's why that's not here. For uh, engine sounds, to like if you, it depends on how detailed you want to get with it. Like if you do what 3D Bot Maker does, like that's a very time consuming effort. So I'm not sure. Like they definitely it would definitely improve it. I would say I just don't know how if you had the time for it. Uh, and as we mentioned in our live chat, like the there were plans to do this season in a studio, 
but it just didn't work out. The plans just did not pan out, and so unfortunately, it's just not going to look as good as it could have been. But them's the breaks, and like that's just the 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 weakness of like having like having such a, a very high uh, monetarily successful series like JMR that can look exceptional, and then you have to go to like to something else. Like it, it makes it look worse than it just by comparison, and it makes it hard to get into other stuff. Yeah, and I like I, I I I feel like I might have sounded un, unduly harsh with with my criticism of of the Nasmarp guy. Like I, he's he's creating something which is honestly more than more than what I'm doing. I, I big 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 props to him. Mm-hmm. I just it, it it's something that I noticed when I watched it. You know. Oh yeah, and, and that's right. worth pointing out. And it's just yeah. I, again why it's just why Marvel Sports has been so hard for small creators to get into and why jmr really stands alone kind of still because it's just there's so much you so many little things you need to be aware of when creating marble sports that are so time consuming to add but if you don't have them people are like i just this just i can't watch this especially after seeing something as good as jmr so um and i, I mean I, that goes for probably a lot more people than just yourself which is why uh nas marb is not pulling in the views that uh, um, other Marvel sports channels are, but um, um, I mean those are I mean those are fair criticisms. Uh, but yeah, we are we are running out of time, um, so we are going to wrap it here. Thank you, Jam, for coming on. It's always oh, thanks it's for having always, me, guys. This is always fun. It was great to have you back on the show again. Yeah, and again, um, I mean, uh, Marble Maniacs has been has been really 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 awesome to see i've actually i don't know who's behind this maybe it is dion this time coming up with the ideas i'm loving it so um i'm excited to see where it goes what the other events are and i mean hey we're gonna have a busy uh next few months coming up too because i think we're getting sandman rally marble the one and of course marble league starting in probably mid-spring so lots of marbles coming i'm very excited for this. Um, but that'll do it well take us out whenever you're ready all right then Roll on, Marble Sports fans!